Hello everybody. I had some technical difficulties, but we are here today uh, to do the past tense uh, Marine Corps birthday uh, Veterans Day show. Uh, we're really early for next year, so that's the way I'm going to spin it, uh, and we'll kick off in just a second. Okay, like I say, uh, in case you didn't know, and I don't know why you would, um, I was in the United States Marine Corps back uh, 1986 to 1990. Uh, I was a map maker. Uh, I went in 10 days after high school, uh, was very young, basically went in basically to travel, to get out of uh, where I was from, a very rural part of Illinois, um, and not to knock anybody's occupation or anything like that. Uh, my brother and, you know, a lot of my friends that I went to school with, their older brothers and sisters, a lot of them went into to, uh, factory work. And, you know, for where, like I say, I just didn't want to do that. And then you would hear tales of the guys and gals that went in, you know, and got out and just all the stuff they did and all the things they saw. And you just thought, you know, why not? Let me emphasize that that was the Cold War. Uh, it was in full swing, although it was almost at an end, but we didn't know that at the time. And uh, I'm not saying it wasn't an unpatriotic, unpatriotic time to join, uh, but trying to explain the Cold War to people and the whole idea of like everybody having these missiles pointed at each other, the two big superpowers uh, with nuclear warheads on them, there just really wasn't going to be a chaotic behavior. I, you know, there was, it was a cold war, you know? I mean, we were going to not probably have a hot war in a, in a huge capacity, capacity because if we did, that would be the end. And uh, thank God those days are over. Uh, you know, I guess you, uh, uh, there did seem to be more stability because of that um, overwhelming anxiety on both sides. But, I don't know. In, in a peculiar way, this might be a safer world, although it probably doesn't seem like it. Anyhow, that's not a really a cheery thought. Uh, when I was in Marine Corps boot camp, it was very tough. Uh, it's Marine Corps boot camp for a reason. It's one of the very big, 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 big building blocks of uh, the whole once a Marine, always a Marine mentality. Um, you know, and then the time you served and, and who you served with and the things you did. Um, I was with engineers, I was with support units, um, you know, I was a map maker, so I oftentimes, um, I don't know how the MO, MOSs are ranked these days, I think that one's gone, but long and short of it, uh, I was at a headquarters, um, you know, and then my last year I did a bunch of surveying, mapping uh, while I was in Japan, and uh, yeah, you know, it was a... Uh, if you look online on YouTube and type in Mount Fuji Obstacle Course, uh, I helped build that. So that's kind of neat. Uh, people are cursing uh, because of my existence uh, over quite some time now because of that thing. And uh, in a weird way, it makes me feel good. So um, that's part of my legacy. Uh, one of the few. And uh, anyhow, I uh, did enjoy my time in. Lived in California, lived in D.C., Washington, D.C. for a while, was over in Japan, uh, did a bunch of things I probably never would have done, uh, opened my mind to a lot of things, got to 
really know more about America, not so much by traveling, but by traveling with other Marines and uh, knowing more about uh, the parts of the country that I probably never would go to and uh, haven't since, but they wouldn't have come to Southern Illinois either. So I think everybody uh, got a sense uh, of life. But that doesn't help us with English leather. That's just some weird diatribe I just went off on. But um, yeah, English leather. Not really going to reapply it, but let me tell you this. The top notes are bergamot, lavender, lemon, orange, rosemary, mids, honey, iris, rose, bottom, cedar, musk, tonka bean, leather, and vetiver. You can buy this from about 10 bucks to $15 for the big splash cologne. There's an aftershave. Um, there's a soap on a rope, I'm sure, somewhere. That's what was big in the 70s. I remember it uh, would disintegrate within about a week if you actually left it in your shower. So... Uh, maybe a couple. I don't want the Dana Company on me. Uh, this thing's been around since 1949. I'm sure it's been reformulated several times, supposedly not as good as it used to be. Um, I got it in a travel set, uh, or holiday set, with some other fine Dana fragrances that really kind of smell okay too. Um, that was $10. So I think I got, let's see, what's our, uh, doesn't even give the amount. That has to be Let's see here. Let's look at these decants. Oh, I'd say that's probably 30 milliliters, you know, of juice. Uh, sadly, it doesn't have a sprayer, so that's why I really don't want to reapply. But I do have it on. And uh, you get this lemony, uh, somewhat herbal, uh, somewhat floral uh, beginning. And that lasts for about 10 minutes. And, uh, you know, it kind of is maybe a little off-putting. It's common. You know, it, it's familiar. And then it kind of goes into this softening, sweetening mode. Now, honey, iris, and rose is in the mid. Uh, that's not today's honey, iris, rose. Um, kind of more, it sweetens it, and uh, I can't pick up the individual notes of that. Uh, maybe, I guess, some of the honey, but I don't no notice the honey like I have in, uh, uh, let's see, Levin's. Uh, Advent Guard, which is like, oh wow, that's beeswax, but that's very honey smelling, and no, but it sweetens it. And then it goes into this musk leather, and I guess, you know, the tonka bean, I keep saying I don't smell it, but something's sweetening it up. It's not really like a musk, like, ugh, choke me out kind of musk. It's more uh, a leather softened musk sweetness. That for me, um, you know, I got eight hours out of it now. I think at the five hour mark, it kind of became more of a skin scent. Uh, even at that, I still wanted to go out and split wood and uh, stack it <clears throat> and uh, arm wrestle people. I don't know. It just it has a very masculine vibe, even though compared to other leather scents uh, that are modern, some of the Tom Fords come to mind, um, very different. Um, Kind of almost barbershoppy. I mean, it does have a little bit of a older appeal, I guess. So, uh, what's more to say about this? Uh, you know, in boot camp, they sprayed us down with this. Uh, what they did was, we all bought a bottle, but maybe we bought two bottles, and then they were donated. I don't know how we did this, but somehow they ended up putting the stuff in uh, these big, uh, like bug sprayer size bottles and. Uh, Kind of like cleaning bottles that were empty. There was nothing in them, as far as I know. I don't, I'm sure there wasn't. And, uh, yeah, then whoever was your squad leader or, or one of the office um, 
Marines that did that uh, went through the ranks and like I think sprayed each side of you with that and then the other office uh, person was right behind them spraying like a thing of Listerine in your mouth and then I think for final inspection we had that happen and then I think again for graduation which you know you're going to run into your family again so I guess they wanted you respectable or smelling like English leather it tied in I mean it definitely was a manly uh, scent at the time and uh, you know that was 1986 and I'm trying to even remember what else was out uh, it just wasn't as emphasized, at least not in rural America. So I think Stetson was around, you know, just, um, you know, slim pickings. But uh, the good news is uh, that's about all I have to say about it. If you're interested in this, uh, you can find it. You know, uh, if you check eBay, you know, it kind of trying to order this I kind of got this idea and, and things just ran behind schedules uh, that's why I didn't get the podcast out but um, I think you can get like a little spray bottle you probably don't need a bunch of this uh, and a spray would really help but I guess you could buy the bottle and decant it you know if you wanted to um, I just don't like putting this on my hands I think that's one of the reasons I think it in my mind smelled so strong um, but yeah if you're into leather if you're into bondage, no. If you're into uh, retro fragrances, you know you probably shouldn't overlook this. I don't think it's that bad. I kind of, I kind of like it. Uh, not the first thing I'll grab, but uh, it has its time and place. Uh, like I say, splitting wood, um, arm wrestling, uh, just, just a certain vibe it kind of gives off. Um, but yeah, I think you could get a sense of how it evolved. Um, but. You can try to just buy the same holiday set that I did for 10 bucks, and you get British Sterling, uh, what else is here? Something called Valor uh, Canoe, which is supposed to be, I think, pretty lavender-based. Uh, British Sterling HIM Reserve in a black bottle, so I'm assuming that might be a little darker. And yeah, that was $10, so you know you get a lot of things to try from the Dana Corporation. We'll walk down the past and... Uh, you can see kind of where you came from, you know, so uh, where, where the fragrance community kind of has evolved from. So uh, not the worst thing you can spend money on. Uh, but anyhow, I'm going to pause and uh, with that ringing endorsement and get to the next scent. Okay, we're back. Um, the other scent, which you think, how did you ever think of putting this uh, in the same show, uh, is Chanel's. Ego East, not Ego East Platinum, not Ego East whatever. I think there is only Ego East Platinum, but the original Ego East uh, invented by Jacques Bourge in 1990. Uh, as you may have heard me say, in 1986 I joined. In 1990 I was honorably discharged from the Marine Corps and I began my life as a veteran going off to college and uh, yeah, the whole uh, GI Bill thing, Illinois Veterans Grant, uh, and once again, something that probably would not have happened if I did not join the Marine Corps. Uh, in retrospect, I probably was more of an Air Force type of guy, pretty mellow. Uh, but, you know, I, I raised hell and did everything that you did as a Marine, you know, the best of my ability, which was pretty good, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, I wasn't in a support unit, so yeah, you run across the infantry guys and that's hardcore, and that was probably mid-core uh, hard, medium hard, I don't know, kind of like a egg, <laughs> but anyhow, um, you know, we all do our part, and uh, you know, that's that's that. Uh, 
you know, I think I've made a better veteran than I did as uh, a United States Marine. But uh, that being said, when I got out, uh, pretty short order, my brother got me this as a gift. And uh, I talk about my brother a lot. He just had a lot more style than, than I ever did. And, uh, you know, the weird thing about Eagle East to me, I kept the bottle ran dry. You know, I was out of the Marine Corps. I was partying. Uh, I probably went through it in about a year. I mean, I loved the stuff and, uh, I kept the bottle. That should have been probably a warning sign. I just, I loved the smell of it. I found out how much it cost and was like, well, I can't afford that on a college kid's money. But, uh, yeah, I kept the bottle and would just smell it occasionally. And I finally threw it away, I guess, cause it was, well, kind of weird. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I really loved it, and and the top notes are mahogany, orange, Brazilian rosewood, and coriander. The mids, Bulgarian rose, carnation, cinnamon, and the bottom of leather, vanilla, tobacco, amber, and sandalwood. And, you know, I checked for Grantica, and as far as this smelling like other things, well, there's two. Uh, I guess the original Chanel Bois d'Iles, Island Forest, which was made for women, and I forget the year, but it was quite a bit before this. I want to say like, I'm going to say 50 years before that. I want to say the 40s. Maybe it was even before that uh, was created, and I guess this has similar, uh, you know, smell to it, uh, although that one had quite a few notes from what I can recall. I'm going to try real quickly to see if that comes up. Oh, did it? Did it? Did it? Did it, did it, did it, it, it might be on that. We're scrolling down. We're ad-libbing, and we're scrolling, we're scrolling, we're scrolling. Isn't there a Beastie Boys song where it's like, they keep saying something like, we're, we're moving, we're moving, we're moving. Uh, well, we're scrolling. Yeah, okay, don't care about that. Let's see. Yes, it came out, I was wrong. Ernest Bue, Ernest Bue, in 1926. Uh, made boys the aisles and uh, yeah that's that's one of the ones that smell like this um, let's give it a spray because I love it I could bathe in this stuff it's just I don't know what is it what is it well initially there is a blast of orange and I guess something that, that makes it less orange. So I'm sure it's the coriander, rosewood, mahogany mix. Kind of tempers it. And right away, I mean within a few minutes, the orange is gone. And what you're left with is this cinnamon comes in. And I don't get any rose. I don't know. I mean, rose is a tough one. I mean, I did get a little sample of Nior Dior. Let me just crack that just for the sake of... Seeing if I, yeah, that's like a rose smell. And see, I am not picking up a rose anything. Now I am picking up cinnamon already, and it's a kind of a, a very nice sweet cinnamon. I don't get much of a powdery type cinnamon, um, and yeah, very nice. And it does that for. I'm gonna go with the ten minute mark. I don't know. I don't have it written down in notes, but uh, I smell in other parts of my arm where I sprayed it earlier. Yeah. 
basically, you know, talk about leather. I don't really find that, but I get sandalwood, and I guess there's a little bit of vanilla mixed with it and tobacco, and I just love it. I mean, it's just, oh, it's it's such a very good smell. I was reading the reviews on Fragrantica, and, you know, they were saying it was kind of like a, a very distinguished older man scent and then some people said well no not really unless you're saying you know 30 to 40 you know but it's not an older older man scent I, I don't know you know what all that means sometimes but I don't know why it just doesn't get a heck of a lot more attention maybe it's a Chanel product maybe it did get a little reformulated I don't know I mean I bought just a teensy little sample put it in a decant and uh you know, I love it. You know, it's, you know, it could, it, it seems to get a solid aid on me, uh, you know, but it's one of those things, and maybe you experience this too, where you have a scent that you just love and you just love smelling it and, and maybe you pick it up more. Is there favoritism in, in scents somehow, you know, but it seems to, to me, it projects, it's wonderful, you know, it's great. But for the longest time, you know, I didn't have this. And, and what got me back on it was, uh, you know, I kind of remembered it when I got into this journey and, and started, uh, you know, researching it. Um, and, yeah, this uh, George F. Trumper, and I need to do a full review on that because that really led me back to the Eagle East. Um, pretty much smells like it. It doesn't cost as much. And... Uh, Probably a little more sandalwood than anything else, but yeah, I would say Eagle East is better. It's more refined. It is a Chanel product. I think they're making a concentrate of it, or somebody said they're all the Chanel's redoing them all and making them EDPs. So um, I don't know. You know, I went up to Chicago and, and got some samples, checked out a lot of boutiques. Uh, it was a cool thing to do. I'm going to do it again pretty soon, um, real soon before you know, the crazy season, and uh, uh, of, uh, you know, Christmas shoppers and all that, but very, uh, you know, I kind of checked a couple of the higher-end department stores, and, you know, they'd have a Chanel counter, and they wouldn't have Eagle East, and I was just like, that's kind of crazy, because to me, it's a very good scent, and I just can't see how it's not more in demand. Now, I don't know, you know, Allure's great, in my opinion, all the Allure sport Blanche, you know, the, the lemony uh, thing going on there. I like them, you know. Uh, I do like uh, Eagle East Platinum. Doesn't seem too far from that crowd either. But this, I mean, it's just magnificent. I don't know what else to say. Um, you know, I am kind of watching things. I always check to see if anybody's getting rid of a half bottle or something like that online. You know, I check the groups. Um, I think I'm just going to wait until the concentrate or, or the EDP thing comes out and just, you know, bite the bullet at that time. But for now, I think I can make ends meet with the George F. Trumper. Uh, I need to review that separately. Uh, but this is just a wonderful fragrance. I think I saw it some, I think, you know, Chanel's kind of tough. You just can't find, you know, it's not like... Uh, what do they call that? The gray market doesn't seem to exist with Chanel, and maybe that's part of the, the thing with this, but I think a 1.7 was $72, which really, that's pretty much on the high end of my 
scale, you know, which I know you're thinking, well, heck, there's all kinds of high, more expensive fragrances than that. And it's like, yeah, and I don't buy them, you know, so, uh, but, but to me, this is worth it. Um, God, get a sample of this, you know, try it out. Uh, if you like, um, sandalwood, you know, I mean, to, to me, uh, some other things that are similar, if you want to go down that rabbit hole of, of that, uh, probably the most lowest priced sandalwood scent real quickly carvin and it's a green bottle uh check for grantica i think it's carvin ohm but they came out with another one and carvin i don't know the the ones in a black bottle not that one this is the green bottle and somebody has them on ebay for like less than 20 bucks and i need to get one myself but if you get a whiff of that i think it smells like gucci envy i think was what it was similar to and then they got rid of that scent so it's kind of like a nice little you know scent that was out there but that's a different scent than chanel ego east <clears throat> ego east seems a little more sturdy a little more cinnamon a little more sandalwood that seems a little more sandalwood powdery to me um but still you get the idea and if you like that scent or already have it uh yeah i i think this is almost kind of like to me uh a middle-aged adventist you know like if uh you know, my basic thought on Aventus is great scent. Uh, the clones are decent, um, but if you're really, really into Aventus and never have, or, or if you never smelled it, I think you should. I mean, I think it's that good, and I believe the same thing about Ego East. It's its own little constellation, you know. And then I think from Ego East, uh, those other scents kind of popped off, like your your Gucci Envy and and other things in that uh, little constellation. So, uh, yeah. You know, get your nose on it. Uh, I wore this uh, running amok in uh, rural southern Illinois, uh, partying, uh, glad I was home and uh, going to college. And then it ran out, and I kept the bottle and kept sniffing it uh, because I loved it. And then, yeah, thought it was weird, got rid of it. So need to get a bottle, need to take my own advice. Um, like I say, wonderful. I, I, I think it's uh, very good for formal occasions. Um I think it will get you noticed. Uh, it's just in a different realm of the sweeter tobacco. Even though there's tobacco in it, supposedly, it's more of a spicy sandalwood type thing. And, uh, you know, to me, the Trumper is just more of a sandalwood. It's called Jar Jeff Trumper Sandalwood. That's another option you could try. It pretty well, to me, just smells like sandalwood. Now, I'm sure better noses than me would say differently. So, anyhow, I'm going kind of long. Um... That was supposed to be the great patriotic show, um, but uh, we got behind. And uh, anyhow, thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to go ahead and hit this, and uh, that's it. You know, I appreciate listening. I will get caught up. I'm going to put out another one of these this week, and uh, so much for two last week. That didn't work out. But uh, I thank you for listening. Go check out Your Two Cents on YouTube if you want to sit down and stare at me. Uh, I appreciate it. And if you subscribe and like, I really appreciate it. Um, but a lot of the sense here, you get my take uh, sitting in a chair talking about them. So uh, what's not to like? Anyhow, thank you for listening. Be kind. And with that, have a great day.